Hello, and welcome to a podcast for the Lancet Gastroenterology and Hepatology to accompany our March 2019 issue. I'm Gavin Cleaver. I'm joined on the line today from Belgium by Bart Renders, who is going to talk with us about his new work on acute hepatitis C. Bart, welcome. Could you give us a brief overview of the debate around the treatment of acute HCV and the evidence that this strategy could aid microelimination in high-risk groups? In well-known specific risk groups, uh, the incidence of acute hepatitis C infections uh, may be 1,000 or even 10,000 times higher than in the general population. Uh, and people who inject, inject drugs are the best known risk group. But another more recently described risk group are uh, men having sex with men. Now, in, in particular, in HIV-infected MSM, the incidence of hepatitis C has been reported to be uh, high in, in many European and also uh, other countries like Australia and the US. And more recently, uh, also a high incidence of hepatitis C was observed in HIV-uninfected uh, MSM that were using pre-exposure prophylaxis to protect themselves uh, against HIV. Now, as a direct-acting antiviral drugs, or the so-called DEA, for the treatment of hepatitis C have only been extensively studied in patients with chronic hepatitis C, uh, these drugs are not registered to be used for the treatment of acute hepatitis C, and therefore uh, reimbursement issues uh, may arise when these drugs are used for the treatment of acute hepatitis C. However, uh, by definition, patients diagnosed with an acute hepatitis C infection have shown risk behavior uh, in their recent past because that's how they contracted hepatitis C. And unless successful behavioral interventions can be implemented, uh, it's very likely that they will continue this risk behavior and uh, as such, transmit hepatitis C to other persons. So from a prevention point of view, um, and therefore also from an HCV elimination point of view, not being able to treat acute hepatitis C is, is very unfortunate. And therefore, it would really help if, if studies would demonstrate that these drugs are effective when given during the acute phase of the infection. And possibly, like it was in the case in the recent past, when we used interferon-based therapies to treat acute hepatitis C, we may even be able to treat acute hepatitis C shorter rather than longer uh, as we have to do uh, when we treat chronic hepatitis C infection. So in, in your trial, how did you go about identifying and treating people with acute hepatitis C infection? We know or we knew from a study on the treatment of acute hepatitis C that we coordinated in the past that the incidence of hepatitis C infections in HIV-infected MSM in the Netherlands is around 1%, uh, which is quite substantial, and therefore we recruited patients in all major cities in the Netherlands and also in Belgium by involving the large uh, the HIV treatment centers in each of these cities. Um, and because I, I studied and I was trained in Belgium, uh, I was able to engage several Belgian centers as well. So um, eventually, during the, the two and a half years of the study, uh, 146 new hepatitis C infections were diagnosed in the study centers. And uh, some of these patients cured the infection spontaneously. And eventually, we were able to include 80 patients and treat 80 patients in the study. 51 were genotype 1 infected and 29 were genotype 4 
uh, infected. Um. So, but what do the results of your trial add to the existing evidence? Well, uh, all previously published or presented studies uh, in which direct-acting antivirals were used to treat acute hepatitis C were small with 10 to 30 patients. And uh, almost all patients in these studies were infected with genotype 1, while genotype 4 is also very prevalent in MSM. Um, also, the results of the previous studies, uh, when sofosbuvir and lidipasvir were used, had mixed uh, results. Six weeks seemed to be too short, but eight weeks may, may suffice. Um, and another study that it included 30 patients with genotype 1 and used the, the 3D regimen in combination with ribavirin showed that uh, eight weeks with this regimen was effective, but only for genotype 1. Now, our study um, is the first that included a, a suffici sufficiently large number um, of patients to show that eight weeks of grasopivir and albosphere is very effective as long as it is initiated within six months after the infection. And our study uh, also included uh, a significant number of genotype 4 patients, 29. Um, in the study population uh, that we studied, um, we showed that it was not only very effective, but also safe. Uh, none of the patients had to discontinue the treatment for adverse events. And I think that's also good to know that, that these drugs are also safe in patients with an acute infection, because these patients often have very high liver enzymes uh, at the time that the treatment was started. So what are some of the implications of your work, I guess particularly in the context of the WHO's global health sector strategy on viral hepatitis? Well, with the evidence on the efficacy of the treatment we have studied, we hope to convince um, guideline committees, policymakers, and also insurance companies that an eight-week therapy uh, with drugs like crosoprevir and elbosphere can be used to treat patients with an acute hepatitis C infection, just like they can be used to treat patients chronically infected. And if even um, this may even be cost